Ayin Tesamut Beis. We're in the middle of discussing the sizes of objects when you transfer them from Rishis Ayachet to Rishis Arabim. But in this Amud, it's going to get involved in which type of parchments are kosher for Tilin, Mezuzah, and Sifatir. And because we're going to discuss this, the minimal size of this type of parchment, that type of parchment, and it depends what it's usually used for, tefillin, mezuzah, or sefer Now, in t- today's day, not just today, but even in the time of the Yishayna, there was one type of parchment. There is one type of parchment. You take the skin, you shave it off a lot, a lot from the bottom, you smooth it a bit from the top, and you're left with the parchment that you could write on. Obviously, it's a whole process. There's one part of the process that we don't do, which we mentioned last year, this type of, uh, what do you call it, gual nuts juice. You don't have that. You don't do that. And Tesha says that the point is that we, we, we replace it with other things. In other words, we, we, we do the same good job. It doesn't have to do, it doesn't have to be done specifically with those things, with those nuts, but just we do the job, which is usually done from those nuts. But the, it's one piece of skin that we just smooth it down from both sides, mainly from the bottom, a drop from the top, and we're left with the parchment. In the time of the Gemara, there are three types. It was Gvil, Kla, and Duchsustus. When you said top and bottom, you mean... The outside part where the, where the hair was, so when they shave off the hair, they, it, it smooths a bit, takes a small, insignificant layer, as we'll see from the outside of the skin. And then from the inside, they smooth it down a lot. And basically, they remove a lot from the skin inside. So in the time of the Gemara, they had three types. Gvil, Klaf, and Duchsustus. Gvil was they took the whole skin and they just prepared it, whatever they needed to do. They left the whole original thickness of the skin. Klaf was when they, afterwards they would take it and divide it in half. In other words, either they made gvil with the whole skin, or instead of shaving it down from the bottom and smoothing it from the top, they cut it in half. And they prepared both halves to write on them. The outside half was called cloth. That's like the peel that you peel off. And the inside part was called duch sustus. Sustus means meat, and duch means place. The place of the meat. It's the skin which is closer to the meat. So we'll see the, the, the Bryces it says and Mishnayis it says Bryces it says that gvil is used for sacred tears, klaf is used for tzilin, and duchsustus used for, for mezuzah. So gvil again is the full parchment, not divided. Klaf is when it was cut in half. And Duchsustus and, and the outside part, Duchsustus is when it's cut and have the inside part. Now, are we only allowed to use those parts for Sefer Tefillin, and Mezuzah? If that would be the case, we would have a big question on the cashers of all of our uh, Tefillin and Mezuzahs for Sefer whichever one of them. Because we have one type of parchment, which is somewhere in between. It's not a full, it's not the full skin, it's not the inside part for sure. It's the outside part with a bit shaved off from the top. So what do we have? And how can we use it for all of them? 
So in our Gemara, we'll go a bit, a bit back and forth. And according to the Maskana of the Gemara, we'll be able to understand it because really the Klaf is kosher for all of them. And today, basically, what we have is called Klaf because mainly what you have is the outside hat, and that can be kosher for all of them. Now, our Gemara will be a very typical Gemara, which means it'll be convincing you very much this side and that side, and then I'll take it all back. In other words, as we're going along, don't get too caught up on the Hasbara we have because he's trying to analyze it, trying to see if this particular side makes sense and bringing all the proofs and explanations. And only at the end when we have to explain, otherwise we'll turn the whole thing upside down. So just follow along. It's a it's thought of Torah. It's trying to explain to you why we can't say a particular side until we come to the conclusion. So he starts off with a quote from the Mishnah that clap the outside half of the skin um, what's the minimum that's useful? The size of one parasha of tefillin. Because clap is used for tefillin parashas. And in the Shalroish, you have each parasha on a separate parchment. And the smallest parasha is Shema. So the size that you could write just the Shema, that's the size for clap. Clap, just in the beginning, clap, the size that you can write the smallest parasha, which is Shema. Veraminu, we have a contradiction on this Mishnah from a Braisa. In the in the Braisa it says, both types of half skin, the outside and the inside, the size is very mezuzah, which is two parashies. Shema and Bahayim Shemaya. How come? How come our Mishnah says that it's enough that it's the size of tefillin? Which also, the truth is, the b'raisa has to be understood logically. Why? If you couldn't write tefillin on cloth, why does it need to be the size of a mezuzah? Okay. Says the Gemara, no, when we say mezuzah there, we don't mean mezuzah. We mean my mezuzah, mezuzah should be tefillin. The parchment of tefillin, we can give a nickname mezuzah. I'm not sure what the, the, the Gemara meant. Whether in men like this, clap and duchsusus, each one for the mezuzah which is fit for them. Clap for the tefillin mezuzah and duchsusus for the mezuzah mezuzah. Could be that shot, I'm not sure. But either way, the clap can be used for mezuzah. Which mezuzah? We don't mean mezuzah, we mean the, the tefillin mezuzah. Says the Gemara, recording the little tefillin mezuzah, we call the parchment in the tefillin mezuzah since when? Says the Gemara, and yeah, we do. We do use that as a nickname. You have a proof for this. It says, The rule is, that anything holy, extra holy, with Hashem's name, makes your hands tummy. Why? Because if it wouldn't be tummy, people would store truma with it, because this is holy and that's holy. And the problem was, that if you store truma, which is bread, it attracts mice. When it attracts mice, it's going to eat the, 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 the svarim, the holy svarim. So in order for people to keep a distance between the truma and the svarim, they made exactly that this, we learned this earlier, that um, the svarim are not just our tummy, if they touch the truma alone, even if they touch your hands, your hands make the safer tummy. So the ritsua, the straps, are holy because they're attached to the tefillin. When they're attached to the tefillin and you touch the ritsua, then it makes your hands tummy. But um, so the tzuris at tefillin, imat tefillin. If they're tied to the tefillin, mitamis is a yadaim. 
then they make if you touch them your hands become tummy but if you just have a roll of tulin straps let's say even they were once upon a time connected to tulin but now they're not then it doesn't make your hands tummy because they're not connected with the tefillin now we're not so worried we're only worried that they'll eat up the tefillin their mics okay Rabbi Shimon Bar Yehuda, even more than that. Even when the straps are tied to the tefillin, if you touch them, you don't become tummy. We're only worried if you'll touch the bias, the actual tefillin, what we call it tefillin, the bias, the box of the tefillin, because then if you, if you, if you, if you put the tumor with that, it'll be a problem. As long as you know that, that if you touch the, the bias itself, you become tummy, you won't come to store t- a tumor with it. Rabbi Zakai Mishmoi Oimer, Rabbi Zakai, obviously not the father of Rabbi Yichanan, a later Rabbi Zakai, said in the name of Rabbi Shimon even more than that. Tord Achayigabe Mezuza Atzmo. He says, no, as long as you don't touch the parsha of the tefillin, your hands are torah. To- and when people will know that if you touch the parsha of tefillin, your hands become tummy, that'll be enough to keep the truma distant from it. Although, if you touch the bayis, you won't become tummy. It's just a simon. It's good enough that people know that if you touch the parsha, that makes you tummy. So what do we see? That what was the nickname he used for the parsha? Mezuzah. So the Bryce here could use as a nickname for, for the tefillin parsha's mezuzah. And when it says clap for mezuzah, it means for the appropriate mezuzah, which means the parchment in the tefillin. Says the Gemara, one second. You have a nice chat, but you have to read the whole Brysa. And if you read the end of the Brysa, you can't say that. Well, me the Katani Seif, and the Seif it says, That Brysa itself continues and says that Klaf is the size of Parsha Shebetfilin. So it's talking about Filin later. It's talking about Klaf later as well. But it's talking about tefillin later. So when it says earlier, mezuzah, it means mezuzah. So we have now a question in the Brisa itself. In the Reisha, it says, clap like a mezuzah. And in the Seifa, it says, clap for tefillin. Fine. But don't tell me that mezuzah means tefillin. The Brisa separates mezuzah and tefillin. So we need another explanation. What did the Brisa mean when it started off? Clap for mezuzah, but it's for tefillin. When the Brisa itself says it's for tefillin. In... Says the uh, let's read it again. From this we see the ratio of mezuzah atzma. The ratio is talking about the actual mezuzah askinon. Says the Gemara, you're right. So now you see that the brayser needs explanation. Let me start explaining the brayser. Let's read the brayser slowly. Add a few words. What's their size? So the Bryce starts explaining. The last option that I brought. That's for mezuzah, the size of a mezuzah, two parishes. Clap, which that's made for tefillin. Now it fits very well. I mean, in today's day, they would say it makes a lot of sense because many times you have that from a similar word, you like skip. So it said, clap with the chsustus, the kama, the chsustus, said again, kedeh lichtevelo mezuzah. So then it was recorded from one the chsustus to the next. 
was was skipped. That would be a way that they would explain it today. But that's what the Braisa means. You have to add those words. Klag Duchsusus is like the title. So what's the size? Duchsusus for mezuzah, klag for Now that we spoke about, so we came to the conclusion from this Braisa that the right thing to use for mezuzah is Duchsusus. The right thing to use for tefillin is klag. And our assumption is that that's the only thing which is kosher. That's our assumption. Right? So now let's see if we stick with that assumption. So now we're going to have a quote of Rav, which will change lots of things. We'll try to figure them out, and at the end, we'll come to some conclusion. So let's see. and So till now, we assume when it says for tefillin, only klaf could be used for tefillin. No! You could use the chsustas as well. What about the other way around? We don't know. Right now, let's assume that mezuzah can only be written on the chsustas, but tefillin can be written on both, which is a bit puzzling, because if you can write tefillin on the chsustas, so then why is the smallest size for the chsustas like a mezuzah? Let it be the size of tefillin. Okay, we'll see. Says the Gemara, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Klaf, so, what do we see from here? In one second, from the fact what I just said, from the fact that the Mishnah says that the smallest size for the for clap is for parshishma. Uh, I understand that the chsustus is not. Really, it's more clear in the in the in the Bryce. We're quoting the Mishnah, but really we, we're, we're relying a bit on the Bryce. That's what Jesus says. The Bryce says clearly the smallest for Klav is Shema. Like the smallest parsha in Tfilin. The smallest for the chsustus is two parshas, like in Mezuzah. If you can write Tfilin on the chsustus, so if I carry a piece of the chsustus, the size of Shema, I should also be high. It's useful. Klav in Duchsustus light. Only Klav is so small. Duchsustus, we have to have larger. How come? You could write Filon and Duchsustus. So think what the mitzvah. The proper way of doing it is Klav for Filon and Duchsustus from Mezuzah. And therefore, we, will, we don't assume that you're saving the Duchsustus from Mezuzah, for Filon. So if I carry a Duchsustus, it has to be the size for Mezuzah. But if I did write Filon and Duchsustus, I'm going to it's kosher. That's what Rav is saying. The proper way is tuchsustus for mezuzah, klaf for tefillin. But if you use tuchsustus for tefillin, you use. Says the Gemara Toshma, halachol ameishem isina, tefillin ala klaf, mezuzah al tuchsustus. Tefillin has to be written on the on the outside part of the parchment, and mezuzah on the inside part of the parchment. Klaf b'mochim baser, you write on the klaf right on the inner part, the part that's closer to the flesh. The, the, the inside part, and the chsusus mokim seir, the inside half, you do it on the part that's closer to here. Basically, both of them are on the cut. You write them on the cut. Yeah? Uh, so, we see again, Allah that that's what you're supposed to use. Says the Rav again, the mitzvah. That's what you should do. But if not, it's still kosher. 
Shino was over there, that he switched a mezuzah on clap and a tefillin on the chsusah. That's a simple way to understand this. Then it's possible. Says the Gemara, no. Bazel, bazel doesn't mean tefillin on the chsusah, mezuzah and clap. It means two details mentioned about mezuzah. One detail is don't write it on clap. Another detail is write it on the inside, on the on the outside actually, like on the on the cut on the part of the Dukhsusas, which is closer to the ear. Those two details by mezuzah are essential. If you wrote the mezuzah on the inside of the Dukhsusas, on the part that's closer to the flesh, or if you wrote it on clap, it's possible. But if you wrote tefillah on Dukhsusas, it's okay. Again, that's the way we're holding now. And that's how this rice it won't be a, a contradiction to that. Let's see inside. Says the Gemara, When it says bazel bazel, it doesn't mean filling on the chusus mezuzah and clap. It means the two details of mezuzah. Oh, one second. Okay, let's say um, if he wrote it on the clap on the outside part, you would think, since I'm writing it on the right part, on the outside part, on the part that's closer to the here, that's where, if I would take the half which belongs to mezuzah, I should write it on the cut, which is closer to the here. I went even closer to the here. I took the clap, I wrote it on the outside part where the here is. Maybe that's okay, no. That's not okay. Inami or If I took the right half of the parchment, but on the wrong side, on the part of Tosus to the meat, those two are possible. But if I wrote Tfilin on the Sustas, I'm fine. That's one explanation. Inami. I'm sorry. Vibay Seima. Shina Bazel Bazetanoi. You're right. Take back this chat. Shina Bazel Bazel means if I wrote Tfilin on the Sustas, Zuzan, Klaf, it's possible. But there's another Tana which says that it's kosher. And now follows that time. So again, Ram said that if you write tefillin on the chsustus, it's kosher. That's what we think now we said. We found the Braises seemingly saying the opposite, saying Allah we see that each has to be on the right thing, tefillin on clap, mezuz on the chsustus. And it finishes off if you, if you changed both, it's possible. So either we could say both means something else, two details on mezuzah, or no, attacking means possible. But someone argues, and now holds like the one who argues. Who's that? The Tanya like this, the Raisa which says, Shino Bazel Bazel Possel, that quote, that if you change both, it's possible. Rabbi Acho Machshir, Mishum Rabbi Achi Barachanino, Vaomina, and some say, Mishum Rabbi Achi Barachanino. So there's some Tanya, Rabbi Acho, in the name of Rabbi Achi Barachanino, Rabbi Achi Barachanino, which says that it's kosher, and that follows that opinion. So either Bazel Bazel doesn't mean Mezuzah Am. At Tfilin and Dukhsustus, or it is a Machloikis Tanoi, where that follows one of the opinions. Fine. Says the Gemara. Fine, fine, that's that. That's one explanation. Rav Papa Omar, I found another price. There's another price which fits with Rav. Yeah? What's that price? Rav the Omar Ketona Dvei Menash. Tona Dvei Menash. Kisovo. We found a brisa, a piece of paper. 
You don't know what it's referring to. Kisava, he wrote it. You don't know what it is. Alaniyar on paper, alamatlis on cloth, psula. Alaklav on the outside half of the parchment, alagvil on full parchment, valdechsus is on the inside half, kshena. Whatever you wrote around your kosher. So Rav follows this opinion, and Ksavva, we're going to translate that it means the parsha of tefillin. Sloshen Nekeva, because we called it before a mezuzah or a parsha. So the parsha of tefillin can be written on either one. On Gvil, Klav, and So we have a price which fits with Rav. One second. Rav said you could write tefillin on the chsustus. Why did he choose the chsustus? Why didn't he say Gvil? Because he can't write tefillin on Gvil. Even Rav agrees that Gvil is possible for tefillin. If you take the full clap, the full parchment, undivided, it's possible for tefillin. If that's the case, this rice doesn't fit with Rav. So Rav can't, you can't take this as a support for Rav. Says the Gemara, one second. Ksovo, or, 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 or we have to re-read the rice. The rice said it, it didn't say what it is. You're telling me tefillin. Hold it, it can't be. One second. Ksovo ma. One second. Oh, oh. So, first, Rav Top is explaining himself. I will prove to you that this Bryce is talking about uh, Tfilin. Because Ksovva, he wrote it in Loshin Nekeva. So it would mean he wrote it either a parsha or a mezuzah of Tfilin, or a mezuzah. Sefer Torah is Ksovva. He wrote the Sefer Torah. So the only two options we think we have is Tfilin or mezuzah. So let's try mezuzah. So my, what did he write? In name of Yitami Mezuzah, Mezuzah Aklaf Mikasvinon, Rab just said half. You could write Tfilin on the Chsustus. He never said the other half. He never said he could write Mezuzah on Klaf. So Mezuzah, he cannot write on Klaf. If he cannot write Mezuzah on Klaf, this rice is not talking about Mezuzah, according to Rab. Because it says he can write it on Klaf. So it's not Mezuzah, fine. Evolava must be Tfilin. Because it can't be Sefer Torah, because then it would say Ksavoy. It must be the parasha, the mezuzah of Tefillin. He wrote it on Klav Bilan the Chsustus. Says the Gemara back one second. Did Rabbi ever say he could write Tefillin on the Gevil part? He could only write it on the Klav or the Chsustus, not Gevil. Ella, so cancel it out. Kitania, he the Sefer Torah. It must be written about, uh, speaking about Sifatir, and how could it be? Ksovo, it has to be Ksovoi. So, one second. Um, let me just see if it's, if it explains it here. One second. How do we explain how it's, how it's going on the Sefer Torah? Um, not sure. I just saw the explanation why we thought it's filling. Why? How would we explain on Sefer Torah? Sometimes we say it could mean the Torah. In the Torah itself, sometimes it's Sefer Torah or Sefer Torah depending if it's going on the Torah or on the Sefer. So maybe Ksava means the Torah. Kitani even say for Torah. Torah is supposed to be written on Gvil, but if you wrote it on Klaf and the Chsusus, it's kosher. So you have no right to run. 
So Rapopo wanted to bring a proof to Rab from, um, from uh, this Bryce of Tanadvei Menashe, but it doesn't work because it says Gevil until it can be written on Gevil. The truth is we have a problem with the early explanation also because Rav Acho, in the name of Rav Ochi or Rav Yaakov said, Bozel Bozel is kosher, which means feeling on, on, on the Chsustus, Mzuzah and Klam. And Rav only said, feeling on, on the Chsustus. So Rav will have to explain Mach share in one of the cases. Fine, so it's not so smooth, fine. So Rav Papa wanted to be a better writer, but it doesn't work, it says Gevil. So we're trying to figure out what is Rav basing himself on. Says the Gemara, Leim I have another Bryce, and maybe that could help Rav. The Bryce is trying to explain why that, that idea that you cannot change from a lower Kedusha, a higher Kedusha to a lower Kedusha. So, um, one second. One second. So, um, Tfilin is considered a higher Kedusha than Mezuzah. Because he writes four parashies by Tefillin. And therefore, it's, it's more holy than Mrs. which only has two. A Sefer Torah, which has the whole Torah, is more holy than both. Now, what happens if you have an uh, old uh, Tefillin, let's say a Tefillin Shalosh, and you want to cut out the bottom half, Shman Mahoyim Shemoya, and make a Mrs. out of it. No, no, no. Tefillin is more holy, you can't make a Mrs. out of it. What if you have the one that has one, 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 one long uh, parchment. Or what if you have an old Sefer and the Shema happens to be written on the bottom of the page and has a long parchment on the bottom and you want to write Vahim Shema over there and use it as a mezuzah or you want to cut it out and use it as a Tilim Shoraish Parsha. No, because Sefer Torah is more home. Now one second, they're all written on different parchments. So how do you think of cutting out a Sefer Torah for Tilim or for mezuzah or film to Mizuz, you can't do that. Each is written on a different type of parchment. This is on the Gvil, this is on the Kav, this is on the Chsusas. What are you talking about? Leum is a yell. Maybe I'm a Bryce supporting you. Hayyotsuboy, the Gemara there spoke about the fact that you cannot use a film Shalosh for film Shalyat, because film Shalosh is more holy than the Shin, it's more holy than film Shalyat. And then it says similar to that, film Shabalu, all to film. You can't lower its level of Kedusha. One second. Time of the Aim is just because you're lowering its level of Kedusha. If you would be allowed to lower the level, you'd be able to make from a Tzivetayra a Mezuzah from Philon a Mezuzah. What is it written on? So the only solution I'll find is and we already said this rice earlier that a sefer could be written on the chsustus. And then Ram holds that film is kosher on the chsustus. And therefore for most of them you can make a mezuzah. Mezuzah has to be the chsustus. That's what we, we, we didn't argue until now. Mezuzah has to be the chsustus for it. Must be. So you, you can have a sefer which is written on the chsustus. You can have film which is written on the chsustus. And then, and then the old one can be used for... for for a mezuzah, and that supports Rav. Says the Gemara, one second. Look, no, I have another option. I could explain this whole price if it's written on the outside part. Says the Gemara, one second. 
ומזוזה הקרב מקסווינן, רב ג'וסד יקראי תפילין אנדוכסוסטוס. אבל One second, one second. Let me call back those that reported the statement of Rav. What did you say? What did Rav say? Tell me the words that he said. Oh, the words were like this. The words were, Klaf and the Chsustus are equal. That's what he said. The one who heard it assumed he means to say, Tfilim can be written on the Chsustus. Really? He meant to say the exact opposite. Mezuzah can be written on Klaf. That's it. No, Tfilim cannot be written on the Chsustus. Mezuzah can be written on cloud, that's what he meant. And therefore he exactly was saying the opinion of Rameyer, of Shimon Moses, the name of Rameyer. That sounds all issues have a clear Bryce, I don't have to explain anything. All Bryce's can be left the way they are. And have a clear Bryce saying that Mezuzah can be written on cloud, according to one opinion. Rav holds like that opinion. And therefore the Bryce which says about the old Sefer and the old Tefillin also holds of that opinion. And the Sefer can be written on cloud. And Tefillin obviously are written on Klaf, and then the Mezuzah is kosher with Klaf, and therefore, if not for lowering the level of Kedusha, you could use an old Tifa Torah for, for Mezuzah, and an old Tefillin for Mezuzah. Says the Gemara, Now that you have the best Brisa ever, a clear Brisa, which clearly says Mezuzah can be written on Klaf with one opinion. Okay, let's go back and re- re- restate what Rav said. Don't explain when he said they're equal, that, that the chsusas is good enough like clap. Say the other way around. Say the other way around. And that's the conclusion. Rav meant to say that you could write mezuzah on clap. And that's why today that we only have clap. They don't make the chsusas and they don't make gvil. Everything is just, they take, the, they take the skin and they shave a lot off from the bottom and they just smooth it a bit from the top. So basically you have the top half. So you have only cloth. So everything is written on cloth and it's kosher. Why aren't we looking to make it to the mitzvah in Abubchar, Allah, that we should make gavil for Sefer Torah and the chsustus, so you should learn how to do it. I don't know. Well, the poil from Yimais are showing them no one ever tried to do it. And they just said, no, it's kosher. It's... It's it's kosher that that could write everything on cloth. I'm, I'm, I'm we stick to that. We stick to that. So the, uh, the reason why they don't separate it is because it's a special technique. You don't cut it. You make it slot and then you pull the two sides and it peels itself. We don't know how to do it because you have to treat it in a certain way. So when you do it this way, you basically, the one where the hair is stays the same, but the other one is falling apart. 
So they say, forget it. We'll take it off. And... Okay. So basically, the Mishnah says that the minimal size for cloth is for tefillin. The smallest part of tefillin shema. That's what it's used for. There's a price that all of a sudden says clap and the chsustus from Azusa. We don't know what it's saying. So the conclusion is like this. Read to the end of the price. The price says clap and the smallest parasha of tefillin. So there's missing a few words in the price. The price is saying clap and the chsustus from Azusa, which is two parishes. And clap for tefillin. So I'm sorry, let's to summarize, let's just say again the differences. Yeah? There used to be three parts of the skin. They said, prepare the entire full piece of skin into a type of parchment that was called gvil. They would then tear it apart in half, and then the outside part where the hair was, was called klaf, and the inside part where it was closer to the meat was called duchsustus. And Allah was that you write say, on gvil on the full parchment, tilin on klaf on the, on the outside part, and mezuzah on duchsustus on the inside part. Right? Says the Mishnah, based on that, clap the outside part, you measure it by the smallest part of tefillin. Says the Braisa, based on that, if you have the chsustos, you measure it by mezuzah. Came Rab and said a statement, clap and the chsustos are equal. For some reason, we assumed he means to say you could write tefillin and the chsustos. The problem is, if you could write tefillin and the chsustos, so why does the Mishnah and the Braisa both say, that you measure the chsustas by mezuzah. I mean, the, the, the brides are clearly, they measure the chsustas by mezuzah. If you can write tefillin on it, measure it by smaller measurement. It's already, it's already insignificant. You can write tefillin on it. The, the, the shema? No. Mitzvah, when I move her, is to write mezuzah on the chsustas and, and tefillin on cloth. And therefore, tefillin on cloth, not on the chsustas. So if you have the chsustas, you'll save it from mezuzah. Okay? But then there's a brides which says, Allah Chalamayashim Yisina. Again, mitzvah, when I move her. But there's a brides which says that if you change its fossil, it means only two two details. If you wrote the mezuzah, uh, when you write each on the cloth and the and the, the chusus, you have to write it on the, on the slit, on the part where it's divided, the the cloth closer to the meat and the, the chusus closer to the hair. So it's trying to tell you if you wrote the mezuzah on the opposite side of the chusus, or if you wrote it on the cloth, even on the proper side, on the outer side, on the hair side, it's possible. But what about the tefillin? It's still kosher, even if you wrote it on the chusus. That's one option. Or there's a Tana which says that Machshir, after the Raisa quotes that if you change both, it's possible. He says Machshir. So we're going to learn that Machshir means only in one case, fill on the Chustus. It's not so smooth, but that's what we want to accept. Says that, but I have a better Raisa. A Raisa which we don't know, it's like a cryptid Raisa, just uh, one quote. It says if you wrote it on Gvil, clap, or the chsustus, it's kosher. What could it be? Could it be mezuzah? Rav just said that filling can be written on the chsustus, not the other way around. So, so it can't be mezuzah. So it must be tefillin. Say one second, filling can be written on gvil? I wonder if you can write it on gvil. So it must be sefetayna, so you have no proof for anything. Okay, fine. But we have another branch which says that if you have an old sefetayna, an old tefillin, you cannot use it for mezuzah. You have the shema on the bottom and you write the mezuzah on the bottom. Or if you have from the Tzilu Shayyad, when you cut out the bottom half, you can't use the Mezuzah because you're lowering the Kedusha. But it's written on different parchments. Tzivetir on Gvil, Tzilun uh, on Klaf, and Mezuzah on the Chusus. Okay, you already know that Tzivetir can be written on anything. Fine. But Tzilun? 
So we see that Tefillin can be written under Chsustus, and let's say we're talking about Sefer Torah and Tefillin written under Chsustus, and they want to make from it uh, the, the, the Mezuzah. So it's the Fort So they want to know. I have a clear Braisa which says that there's an opinion of Atana that you can write Mezuzah on Klaf. And not only that, for technical reasons, he preferred that. I guess although Allah Messina is Mitzvah I guess already in those days, they didn't do the Chsustus to such good quality. And therefore, he said, technically today, practically, the Mitzvah of is right on clock. So we have a clear Tana which says that. If we have a clear Tana and I have a, a, a Bryce which is unclear, I'll fit it to the clear Bryce. And I'll say that the Mezuzah can be written on clock and not filling on the Chsustus. And therefore, we'll be talking about filling on clock, Sivatera on clock. And you want to use it for Mezuzah? Oh, let's call back those that recorded the Rav's statement. What did Rav say? Rav said that Klaf and the Chsusus are equal. So we assumed it means, and he said one way. So we assumed he meant that Tfilin can be written on the Chsusus. No, the other way around. Mezuzah can be written on Klaf. And then we have a clear rice supporting him, and everything's fine. And that's what we rely on today, that we only know how to make Klaf, we don't know how to make Gvil or the Chsusus, and therefore we basically use Klaf for everything. Shkach. Yeah.